0: This is the Genuine Joy Podcast, where we dig deeper into how we attempt to find true happiness while navigating life.
1: We're your hosts, Matt. And Kelsey. And we're bringing you 100% organic and sustainable amateur advice to brighten your day and maybe even help you look at the world a little differently.
0: Welcome back to the Genuine Joy Podcast. Hello, we are everybody. so pumped to be back. We took a quick two-year break, and now we think we're ready to jump back in. We think. We, yeah, we think. I mean... It's been
1: two years. Day by so. day. <laughs> a lot's changed.
0: Yeah. Two years ago, we were in a different house at this point. What day is it today? It's March 3rd as we were recording this. We moved into this house March 5th, 2020, oh, wow. which is wild. Uh, and br- briefly after the world shut down, our kitchen exploded. I mean, exploded is a little aggressive, but, you know... A pipe a, a pipe burst. And then we lived in, you know... Construction zone for um, makeshift kitchen. Yep, makeshift kitchen for four months while I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it was a time, and now we have a one-year-old for fourteen-month-old
1: one-year-old and a three and a half soon-to-be four-year-old.
0: Yeah, what? When, when did, that did that happen? happen? <laughs> and a lot has changed, clearly, and we wanted to jump back into the podcasting world now that we kind of have our head on our shoulders. A little bit. A tiny bit. We think. Can you ever with two young children?
1: I don't think so. No, not really. But that's why we're here, to talk about the joys of life.
0: Yeah. And all the changes. I feel like a big reason we didn't jump right back into the podcast is because finding joy has been hard through this pandemic, especially the first year with a second baby. It's been rough. There's been some rough times, but we now are feeling the joy. <laughs> so we're ready I mean, to we share I we felt it.
1: joy the whole time, but it was not hard to, I guess we could say it was more challenging than it had been in the past.
0: Exactly. And that's what we're here to talk about, of course, with all you all. Because I feel like the point of this whole podcast was to start it to talk about how we find joy, even though life is really hard mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so today, today's topic is marriage with kids. And we're going to jump into that in a little bit. But we wanted to start changing it up this year and adding some new fun additions to the podcast. Yeah. So we're going to start with a new segment called Funny of the Week. And that is not the new name. Subject to change. Subject to change. We are taking submissions on names for something that made us laugh really hard this week. And I'm going to let you go first.
1: Okay. Uh, That sounds good. Um, The thing that really made me laugh was uh, we were... In our spa and our daughter who is she's gonna be four in June, um, she was singing I'm a little teapot, short and stout, and you know, she doesn't know all the words, but I was looking at her and Kelsey was recording her on her phone and I'm looking at her and I'm I'm mouthing the words with her <laughs> and no joke, after the first little verse, she goes, No dad, I've got it <laughs> and then with continues to death. sing the rest of the song with the lyrics all jacked up, and she did not remember the words at all. But she got it.
0: She got it, and she was confident. <laughs> and that's what we need. And she, she, it took her a second. She's like, "I got it, I got it." And then she's like, "Wait a minute, like where was I?" She's trying to remember. She's like, oh, "Dad, you messed me up." Just was such sass, the, the I love sass
1: it. and the confidence of that little three and a half year old. Yeah, I got it. Song, I got it, was, it Dad. Uh, that was my funny moment.
0: She was so happy. Yeah, so funny. Um, that was really. I mean, I wish I could use that one. It was really funny. We both died laughing. Um, I'm going to do one that was from a TikTok I saw. <laughs> I feel like most of my funny of the weeks are going to be TikToks because they make me laugh. Um, my sister sent me one and I posted it on Instagram stories. So if you saw it too, you probably laughed. But it was one of those big, wacky, waving, inflatable arm guys. And it was like bent over and shaking its butt in the air. <laughs> and the person put... was putting... <laughs> the song? I'm going to play it. Hold. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, imagine the booty-up, wacky-waving guy. I mean, nothing is made worse with Missy Elliott, that's for sure. Um, I just love it. Oh, it made me laugh so hard. And someone told me when I posted that, someone told me that that was in Orange County. And oh, I wow. said, wow, I need to find it. <laughs> oh, so good. And, you know, joy is always fun, but it's also fun to talk about the things that really just... Made you mad sometimes.
1: Would you say grind your gears? I would say, I think this is the (laughs) grind
0: your gears corner. And I think it's fun to talk about your grievances and get it off your chest because other people can relate. And we are going to do also another section called what grinds my gears this week.
1: Subject to change.
0: Subject to change. I'm going to go first because... I think you should. It's obviously something that happened on Instagram. I talked about this on my Instagram stories, but if you didn't catch it, um, I have been trying to get up at 6 a.m. and work out for my mental health. Yes, physical, sure, but a lot for my mental health. And it started as like a time without the kids, but now it's transformed into just... A workout time and hopefully Ruth won't be too loud. Um, and I was telling Ruth if she wants to be in the playroom while I do my Peloton ride, she is allowed, but she must be quiet. And so then I posted on stories sharing how I got my ride in. But I just had to say, I'm not listening to you a few times. And I thought it was funny. I think everyone else thought it was funny. And then one probably 23 year old girl who just graduated and got her degree in child development Thought she should reach out to me and tell me that I was ruining our child and I was an awful person, and you know there's there's always trolls on the internet, and a lot of times it's very easy to just be like, wow, that person must be unhappy or whatever. But this person clearly just thought like she knows better than me and she thinks I'm ruining my kid. Of course, this person does not have children herself, which I asked her immediately. Um, but yeah, that's what grinds my gears this week, people. Given their two cents on something they know nothing about, someone messaged me and said, um, "Oh yeah, that's like uh, you know reading a manual on how to golf and then thinking you can be a good golfer. Like no, yeah, you need to do it. You need to actually put the work in and do it yourself because you just can't know. So don't be that person this week, guys. Don't message people on the internet if it's going to be mean." <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What grinds your gears this week?
1: Uh, this week, so we are painting our one of the rooms downstairs, and I went to go pick up paint because we needed one more gallon. And the guy, uh, he seemed like a manager because he just so happened to slip in there that when he was painting his office here at work. <laughs> that uh, the paint we were using is very thick, and it can, you got to make sure you, putting equal pressure on the, on the roller and so i i looked at him and i go so what you're what you're trying to tell me is it's a it's a nice way of saying it's user error that the paint was not going on evenly
0: because you told him right that the paint's oh, not yeah. looking even
1: yep I, I told the guy like hey yeah it, he asked me how to go with the first coat and i go oh, yeah it came in uneven um it, it's darker in some places and not in the other and so then he, that's when he said, Oh, yeah, it can be because of different pressure on the roller. And then I said, Oh, that's a nice way of saying it's user error, huh? And he kind of shook his head, like, Yes. And I'm like,
0: You know what? What's just, why? <laughs> Don't be rude. Why? Don't say well... I'm a bad painter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's like, I'm reading between the lines of what you're saying, and I don't like it.
0: Yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> you can I mean, be
1: much nicer about the situation. Yeah, like, I feel I'm like not it's an idiot. The
0: tone people take sometimes too. Yeah, it's like I. You don't need to be like that.
1: And I would expect somebody who works at a paint store, to be competent enough to put the paint on well with their own product. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and I feel like too, th- those guys aren't that helpful in general because I. Uh, I feel like they should say, "Oh, you're getting some dark paint. What 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 area you painting? I like think they need to be the experts, but they're the paint store. Like maybe say, "Hey, when you're buying this dark paint color, if you're painting a white wall, you might need more than you think because you might need three coats. Yeah, exactly. that would have been helpful the first time that we bought it. Would have been helpful, yeah. right? I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> um, but
1: no, that's just all that really grinds my gears. It this just, week.
0: you know what? Sometimes you got to get things off your chest, and then you can lead a more joyful life, which is what we're here to do. The last thing we're going to go over, which I think is something, it's one of those things I don't think about until someone tells me what their favorite show is that they're watching right now, where I'm like, I need more of this. There's so many options of what to watch on television. It's overwhelming. Sometimes we just sit there, we're scrolling, and I'm like, I don't know what to watch. I don't know. And if you hear from someone, I'm watching the show, I love it, you're going to watch it pretty much. So we're going to start a section two called Current Shows We're Loving, Also Subject to Change. <laughs> Tell me what we should name this section. <laughs> But we're going to tell you what we're watching this week. This week has been an interesting one because all I want to talk about is Love is Blind season 2. Because <laughs> we watched it last Friday the finale and then tomorrow is Friday we're going to be watching the recap. By the time this podcast comes out, it will have already come out. The what is it the reunion or whatever? Sure. You're excited. Don't act like you're not excited. I've
1: seen one episode.
0: After I vividly told you (laughs) about all the other episodes, (laughs) Um, I'm pretty excited about it because I'm not really into reality TV, but there's something about that Love is Blind show that gets me. It's so good and horrible. What do you really think?
1: About Love is Blind? Yes. It, it's entertaining <laughs>
0: it is entertaining i think it's hilarious and i mean it just makes me feel better about our marriage which is what we're talking about today i mean i feel great about our marriage in general but when you watch really bad couples together you were like wow we really have something special going on here
1: and it, a lot of it is you see them fighting and you're like this is such a dumb fight yeah and like we've had our fair oh yeah. our fair share of dumb fights but what does it all really come down to?
0: I know. I feel like there reaches a point in marriage too. When you're like, why are we, we're not going anywhere. What's the point of this? Do I need to win this? I don't know. This does not seem like it's worth the fight. Right. <laughs> um. So Love is Blind. I'm going to say that's our current show. We started watching Free Guy because it's on Disney+. Plus. We started yeah. watching that last night. We weren't like obsessed so far. It's kind of funny. We'll see. We'll probably finish it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, did we watch anything else this week?
1: You've been into how I met your father
0: I have I have well, we were big how I met your mother fans, definitely I mean not like massive, but pretty big. we loved it we It's like our go to rewatch every couple of years we'll rewatch all the seasons um so when we heard how I met your father was coming out with Hillary Duff, we were like, you have to give it a go, and I love those kinds of shows, just like easy watching sitcom kind of dumb but funny. Uh, and you've been wanting to watch with me, even though you keep saying this is dumb. So you like, it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I was
1: such a big fan of how I met your mother that I owe it to that show to give how I met your father a good, a good solid try.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's something too about the time in your life when you watch certain shows. Like we watched that show, how I met your F- mother, wait, what was the first time yeah. I met your mother? Um, like in college and post-college. I forget, like, the years exactly. Yeah,
1: you introduced me to it in college. In college. Yeah. So
0: I feel like it's that time when, like, it seems like being a grown-up in, like, an apartment, it all seems, like, exciting. And I feel like there's something exciting that happens inside of you when you watch a show like that at that time in your life. Where now we watch a show about people dating, and it's like, we don't have to experience that. We don't really have ever experienced <laughs> dating because we met so young. Um, so it's... When we were watching How I Met Your Mother, it was like this like, oh, exciting possible life ahead of like living in a city. I don't know. Not that we <laughs> ever lived in a city. Okay. Anyways, that's our shows of the week. Um, and we're just going to jump right into talking about marriage with kids. Now, in this episode, I yeah, just this want is to... The,
1: the whole topic for this podcast yes. uh, is marriage with kids.
0: Yeah. And we had a episode about marriage, lasting love. In the mm-hmm. previous season, we'll call it. Um, but this is really going to focus on kids. And we broke it down into five, like, kind of top tips about your marriage with kids. And, and, and again, this
1: is what works for us. The, what might work for you and, and your partner might be different, but we're just talking about specifically our successful things that we've experienced. So,
0: yeah, I know. I feel like uh, we've learned a lot obviously there have been lots of ups and downs because when you throw kids in the mix and both of our attention has to be at them with them so much of the time, it's easy to not have attention on ourselves and each other. Um, and so that's what we've learned ways to get around that and still feel appreciated and like real people and, it's obviously ever evolving but the other thing that has to, that I wanted to say when it comes to marriage with kids is everyone's lifestyle is so different we have a very interesting schedule where Matt's a firefighter so he is gone two or three days at a time and I'm solo parenting that time and then when you're home we're splitting stuff um and then our kids also go to a Montessori school a few days a week so it's interesting like it's a lot different than typical people i feel like a lot of people either both parents work a regular eight to five during the week, or one parent does, and the other one stays home and there's just a lot of interesting things that can go on in a marriage when oh, definitely. people are around different people are around the kids, different amounts of time. So I'm just going to go down this list because I think lists are easy an easy way to steer a conversation. <laughs> you love your lists. I love a list. Come on, guys, who doesn't? Um, the first thing is about splitting responsibilities. Someone submitted a question about this: of how do you split responsibilities for kids? And you know, there's the splitting responsibilities for housework. That's one thing. But then when it comes to like the kids stuff, it really depends on the couple and the schedule, of course. But like for example, if Matt. Let's say on a normal shift, he's gone two days and then is home for four. So on the days he's home, if he's home for four days, we switch off mornings of who gets Milo. And when he was younger, this was like who's getting him up when he cries at 5 a.m., you know, and getting the bottle and getting out of bed or having the night shift, basically. And now that he's older and stays in his room and then he cries a little bit in the morning for you get him, we still switch off because even though it's not really necessary because he's not getting up in the middle of the night, it's still nice to just autopilot know who's Who's getting him? And there's no question. And it's on occasion, I'll be like, hey, can you get him this morning? And it's no big deal. But that there's already that set rule where we don't even have to talk about it. There's never going to reach a point where I'm like, oh, my God, I've been getting him every morning. Like, this is so annoying. It's just we switch off and that's that. Right. And then the same with bedtime. We switch off like you put Ruthie down and then I put Milo down. And um, having some set things are great. And then there's certain things where... I'm trying to think of kid stuff where we split responsibility, but like, I feel like like let's say diaper changes. Oh, yeah. It's I, kind of I like just
1: about to say diaper changing is no. is the big one. It's like you smell it, you change it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's none of this like oh Milo pooped. It's it's your day to yeah. change diapers today. It's like no, you smell it, you, you change it.
0: Yeah, and if someone's you know, doing something else, you know you do it or hey can you do this
1: yeah or like especially if one of us is making dinner for the rest of the family it's like okay well yeah i gotta take care of all the stuff for the kids right now because kelsey's making food yeah and she needs to have that time to make food
0: right i feel like so much when it comes to splitting responsibilities comes down to a communication which is the buzzword of the whole episode i think and we could probably say it a million times (laughs) because every single topic i want to talk about comes down to communication um, but I feel like I've learned so much in my motherhood journey that if I don't tell you what I need help with, you're never going to know. And not telling you, I'll just get resentful and pissed all the time. Um, and once I learn, like, wow, I really just need to tell him what I need and he'll do it. It's a game changer. It's like, as maybe not
1: do it per se, but at well, least no, I, I'm not, aware, I'm oh, aware yeah. of, of. Not me like do this, do this, <laughs> yeah, do exactly. this, but like.
0: I can't be pissed that you're, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that's happened in the past. Um, like, I feel like there's some mornings where, you know, you'll like kids are up at seven and I'm take I, it was my morning with Milo or whatever. And then Ruth came downstairs and you'll like take a little bit longer to get up. Not that much longer, like 15 minutes. But I say, Hey, I need you up at seven, please. I really need that because in that 15 minutes, Things are getting cray down here. And it's not like you would do that every day. It was like once in a while. But until I say, hey, I really need you to be down here at this time, you're like, oh, okay. Like I didn't even think about it, you know? Um, That's not like I'm sleeping until nine o'clock. While you're no, it's literally like kids. 15 minutes or something. And it's just, it feels like a lot longer and it feels hectic in my brain. And if I just don't tell you and every day you come downstairs and I'm pissed at you and like, how are you going to know? You're going to be like, wow, this girl's always really mad at me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but splitting and, and, responsibilities. And like
1: likewise for me too. It's like, uh, you can't read my mind. Right. And so if something's bothering me, I need to tell you. Right. And not in a blow up way. I, I felt that the most effective way for me to tell you that something is bothering me is to first of all, be calm yes, <laughs> and say, Hey, and it, it not in a hectic situation and, you know, when the kids are at school or they're asleep or, you know, there's that we're in the car and the kids are being quiet to say, hey, it bothers me when this situation happens. Can we fix it? Can we figure out a way to fix it and, mm-hmm. and compromise on it? Because you either may not know what you're doing is bothering me. Or maybe you're doing it on purpose because you're upset with me about something else. Yeah. You know? And so it kind of gives the the uh, open forum for both of us to have that dialogue about this bothers me. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, this is bothering me too. Okay. I'm sorry. Let's work on this and figure out how to, how to make it work.
0: Yeah. And I feel like for a long time, it was really hard to hear. It's obviously hard, hard to hear stuff that you're doing is bothering someone else cuz we all like to believe we're pre- perfect people but um i feel like once i kind of i feel like i had this epiphany like a year ago <laughs> like not that long ago and it was that it's okay if i bother you you bother me a lot of the time not a lot of the time but you bother me and it's okay that i bother you and just kind of accepting that i'm going to do things that you don't love or you do you know what i'm saying it's okay to be annoying i think for so long i was i would get upset <laughs> that you were annoyed with something I did. I was like, because, ah. you know, you always assume that you're in the right. And when I realized I'm not perfect, <laughs> it's took me a while to get here, you guys. <laughs> but being able to hear things like, hey, when you did this, it bothered me. Hear it with a kind of a self-improvement attitude and like a, you mean no ill will towards me. You don't want to feel this way. It m- helps me receive the... What would it be called? Criticism. Criticism. Thank you for the word. Yeah. We it all helps me. getting criticized. No one <laughs> likes getting criticized. Exactly. And I always have to take a deep breath when I see that look on your face and I know you're bothered by something I'm doing. And of course, in, in every moment, you don't think you're doing anything wrong. So when someone says, hey, doing that bothered me, My first instinct is to be like, it's your fault. Or like, you know, like, no, it's not me. Like, get defensive. Mm -hmm. And I've tried so hard now to like, when you start talking, have open ears, be like very like, I want to solve this problem. And I don't want to be that annoying person for you. I don't want to bother you. Um, And just hearing it and not getting defensive has helped so much. We both do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, there's things I've told you that I can tell in your brain. You're like, A, either you did not intend to come off a certain way which is usually the case. Like I'm like doing this made me feel this way. And you're like, well, that's not what I meant to do. I'm like, okay, I don't care what you meant to do. It did this. You're getting a lot better about being like, I'm really sorry that that made you feel that way. It was not my intention. I'll do this next time, whatever. Just, so I feel like we're getting better at hearing each other. And that circles back to this whole splitting responsibilities for kids. There are certain times when things are not split. And one of us feels like, "Hey, I-, I wanted your help with this or whatever." But if we can openly communicate about it, it's so much better. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, I feel like someone messaged me saying that they they are stay at home mom and their husband works, and it's really hard to split responsibilities when they're home because they're doing so much when they're gone, and it's hard to jump back into it. And I I agree. It is there's certain times, especially when like the kids only want me or something it's hard to split things sometimes. Cause you even look at me, you're like, I, what, what can I do? Yeah, you know, like, I'm I, sorry. I, like, I want to help. I want to do like this both for you, them, but they're yeah. not
1: letting me be dad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of long winded to talk about splitting responsibilities, but it's all about communication and especially when it comes to the splitting, it's every day is different. Every schedule seems to be different. Every kid's attitude is different. Oh, so every single
1: day is different.
0: You have to like, continually be talking about it. It's not like one day we we split this and moving on. I,
1: I think another thing too, is that we throughout talking with each other, we both know the the master checklist of things that need to get done. And so, if one person is tackling one thing off a list, the other one can be handling something else. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I think that also helps. Of we're both on the same page with what needs to get done. Yeah. As well, like a, a typical morning, we both know that the kids' lunches need to get made. So while somebody's getting them ready for school, the other one, yeah, the the other one is making lunches. Like we, yeah. You know, I think you asked me this morning, and I knew it had to get done. Yeah, but it just you know. <laughs> yeah, because
0: I I make lunches a lot of the time, but this morning I was emptying the dishwasher and then I saw you and I'm like, oh hey, can you make lunches? And you're like, yeah. It's just if you, I could easily see that going this morning of me emptying the dishwasher, you like sit down with your coffee because you don't know what's going on, and then I'm make the lunches and empty the dishwasher and begrudgingly be mad. Yeah, and it's like it, or I could just but ask it, you to it, do it.
1: Exactly, it took that communication to it. and
0: I knew that lunches
1: <laughs> needed to get made. It's just sometimes we don't we don't know what the other one is thinking about yeah you know so just having that and I know that you asking me to do lunches is not you trying to control my day or anything like that it's just like hey have you thought about it yet and can you do it
0: right right you know (laughs) So, that's a long-winded tip number one, but split those responsibilities and talk about them every single day. (laughs) Um, I put Faseco and I put solo time for each parent. And I feel like this totally depends on your schedules because we are fortunate where Matt is home for a certain amount of days each week and um, the kids go to school. So, if they're at school and he's home from work, you have time to do solo stuff, which I am trying to remind you to do because there's always projects around the house. Remember <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> remember, I mean I've I've said before like cuz you say like I don't know what I'm going to do today and right now obviously we're doing like a big project in our living room so you're working on that, but to even just remember like okay, I can work on this for a few hours and then this is your solo time to do stuff. I Um, Work on my job when the kids are at school, and then I also make time to do some stuff for myself as well. Um, But I know when a lot of stay-at-home moms and dads working, like there's not a lot of time for either of them to do stuff on their own. And I feel like, especially as I feel like I can relate to stay-at-home moms because I'm home a lot with the kids. Um, And it can be as simple as I remember talking to my therapist about this. um, It could be as simple as sometimes life just seems overwhelming, and that you have so much responsibility all the time. And even like she said, "What's your happy place?" And I was like, "Is it bad to say Target?" And she's like, "No, you can say Target." And I'm like, you "I love mean, Target." I mean, truly, if I think of like, what am I going to go do to relax? Because I don't have many hobbies. I don't have any hobbies. Um, I think walking around Target is a hobby, I guess. So she said, "So when your husband's home and he has the kids, say, hey, I'm going to go to Target for an hour because that's your your thing. You need some quiet time, mm-hmm. roaming the halls of Target." Um, so just kind of identifying what your thing is that you feel like you need mental space for and asking for it. And this goes for even, I feel like husbands can be working, husbands, wives, whoever is working outside of the house can be at work and work, work. And then they come home and can feel like when I'm home, I have to be all on. And when I'm at work, I have to be all on. They need some special solo time too. So everyone needs time to themselves.
1: Everybody needs a little bit of time to decompress, de-stress, whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Um, I put love languages and parenting as number three. And I say this because love languages in general, if you don't know what love languages are, there are five. Um, I'm going to try to remember them off the top of my head. Uh, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, and dun, 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 dun. I get people are I don't remember it. any of these. I'm sure you don't. I don't. <laughs> um, wait, words of affirmation. Physical touch, quality time, gifts, what are, oh, acts of service. I should know that's one of mine. (laughs) Mine are acts of service and words of affirmation and yours are quality time and physical touch. And I feel like just knowing, it's not even love languages in general. You can do the quiz online, but it's knowing what your partner needs. I feel like I'm getting better now about knowing that I need words of affirmation and just telling you like, hey, I really need you to like say thank you, even if it's something little that I've done. And you know that acts of service, that's why you do a lot of house projects for me probably. Um, But you've learned over the time too, over the years, especially with kids, when you're gone at work and I'm dealing with the kids and they're being crazy or just the worst. Just hearing, like, you're a rock star. You do that stuff to me all the time when we're talking, when you're at work. Like, you're amazing. You're doing such a great job. I'm so proud of you. You do that a lot. And that's what I need. Because if you didn't say that, I'd be like, "Uh," you know. (laughs) Um, But it's important for a marriage, and especially once you have kids, to get that, you know, whatever you need out of it. And when it comes to the kids, like, acts of service, like, you helping with kids stuff. And um, I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: About love languages? Yeah. It's kind of nice to identify a couple of them yeah oh, okay so if i want i'm trying to put find the right words if i want you to be happy you know i know the best ways that you or or how you respond best yeah and so like an access uh, act of service okay uh i know this is doing this will make her happy compared to if i do this Right. So, th- having that knowledge makes certain decisions a lot easier, <laughs> right, you know,
0: <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I can't think of an example off the top of my head right now, but yeah, I just feel like too we're in I'm in a place right now. there are certain phases in marriage and life when you're like just surviving and then you're like able to restart your podcast, for example, we're in a good mental health space right now, and I feel like that comes with marriage too when I'm in a good mental health space. I and have like feel like I have a minute to breathe. I think about like how can I make Matt happy today? Like what can I do that will just brighten his day? Is it make his coffee? Is it do this? Like little things you can do for each other, um, because marriage is constant work, right? It's constant work, and if you don't put yeah. effort and love into it, it's very very hard to stay on the <laughs> same page and not be pissed all the time. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of at that place where we're able to take time to think about what can I do for this person. And that comes to my next topic. Number four is appreciation, which has to do with love languages for me. But in general, I've found that we are really good at this. And that's why I wanted to like tell people about it. Because there are certain things like, let's say the morning routine of, we know the kids' lunches are gonna get made. We know that they have to get their clothes on, all these things. But if like you run up, like t- this morning, you run up and got everyone's cl- clothes on. Like, you know, you went up there with them and they were all getting ready. And it's like, just to be like, you come down, I'm like, thank you for doing that like that's not something i have to say someone was gonna do it but it's nice to hear thank you when you've done something even that was obvious you were gonna do
1: yeah it's like you see something happening and you know it's gotta it's gotta get done but just acknowledging like hey thank you for doing that
0: yeah like again it, this it mo- makes a big difference <laughs> yeah again this morning ruth um Took so we're redoing our living room. We're painting it. We're doing wainscoting the whole nine. It's a situation. It's going to look great in the end, but it's very stressful right mm-hmm. now. And Matt did some. Uh, what was that stuff on the wall?
1: Paint <laughs>
0: before before <laughs> the paint.
1: Oh yeah, Spackle. I did a, a skim coat of skim joint coat. compound to try and make it flat, which I do not have a steady hand, which we have found out. And no amount of sanding is going to make it flat. It's
0: fine. It's fine.
1: (laughs) So. It looks great. Anyways, it's it's a thing. It's a thing now. It's a
0: whole thing. (laughs) So there was a piece of that joint compound that like dried up on the floor. And Ruth thought it would be a fun idea to pick it up and draw. It's almost like chalk at this point.
1: Exactly. It is basically like
0: chalk. And draw on the freshly painted black and green wall. This morning I saw it and I was like, oh. She's like, I drew a happy face. I was like, oh. And I was like not in a good headspace for that. You guys.
1: Ruth has Never ever used markers, crayons, no. anything like that on the walls. Ever. And yeah. I'm what I mean ever, I mean e- ever. Forever. Forever. So the fact that she did this on the freshly painted walls, it was like, oh no.
0: Especially because I had said, Hey Ruth, can you head upstairs and get dressed? And then she was like, she was like, okay, and walked away and we were like, oh my God, she's doing it. And then she turned around the corner, still in her PJs, <laughs> holding that thing and saying, I drew a surprise. <laughs> I drew a smiley <laughs> face. And I almost lost it. I was like, Ruth,
1: Margaret, what did you oh, do? I could I could see you getting so mad at her.
0: And so you immediately saw that and you said... Ruth and you, you took her aside, and so Mm -hmm. I just left because I'm like, he's got this. And Matt was like in a calm headspace, and he told her because obviously she's a first time offender, (laughs) and it was easily wiped off the wall. So there's that.
1: Well, that, that, and then you, I could read her face once she saw you reacting to it. She was kind of like, oh no, I'm in big trouble, and rightfully so, she is in trouble for it. But at the same time, she didn't need the heightened emotional side of it in that in that instant. There's definitely a need for it at times. Yeah, But I just didn't I didn't think that this was one of those situations. And, and, and it
0: wasn't. And I, and at times, I was so grateful that you stepped in because right after you talked to her and you talked to her and we had her wipe it off and all was well, it was fine. You know, it happens. Um, but right when you came back in, I said, thank you so much for handling that. It's things like that. Like, I feel like the appreciation, a thank you, goes a long way in a marriage.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And
0: we can thank each other constantly for things. Like, I just, I think... Saying thank you and appreciating each other for what you do each day throughout the day. No
1: matter how small it may seem, just hearing you say thank you means that you saw something I did, you acknowledged it, and you're appreciative of me doing it. Yeah. And that goes both ways.
0: Exactly. I think it's also like it it acknowledges that they saw. It's Mm -hmm. like... Because sometimes it feels like you're going and doing so much stuff and nobody sees it, nobody cares. The kids aren't saying thank you. Kids aren't saying thank you. Yeah, and so (laughs) you're just like, what am I doing this for? It feels like a very thankless job of being a parent. So getting those thank yous throughout a day, honestly, if you are ever feeling like you're not being appreciated, just tell your spouse, hey, let's work on saying thank you at least five times today (laughs) to each other. You know,
1: five different things. exactly <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you
0: um okay the last one i have on here is one-on-one time and oh, this yeah. can obviously be in the form of a date or whatever it may be but i think most of us obviously okay
1: here's one of my favorite one-on-one things okay okay, okay so um my work hours are obviously odd so i'll get home in the morning and one of my favorite things of our one-on-one time is well go to drop the kids off at school, and we'll go to breakfast. That is one of my favorite things because it's just you and me. Typically, it's been a crazy morning for you with the kids. (laughs) So going out to breakfast and just kind of relaxing and just being there with each other and, of course, having some good food because that's what we both also love
0: exactly and like though that's our dates we don't go on a lot of dates like if we have parents come watch our kids it's usually for like a group thing like our gourmet group or a friend's party or whatever it is it's usually rarely like a one-on-one date right. um so those breakfasts are our dates and we value them a lot and we make time to do them um i've even heard of parents like both parents work and like once in a while they'll like their kids are in daycare till like five or six once in a while they'll both try to get off work an hour early and go have a drink before picking up the kids or go to dinner like an early go get an appetizer and it's like an easy thing that if you have a job that they can let you leave an hour early once in a while which they should um (laughs) yes you might feel jobs won't let you do that i know (laughs) but you know i feel like there's an instinct to oh we gotta rush and get the kids and you know whatever it's like sometimes just like play hooky for a minute you know and go have a, a meal together, a drink, an appetizer, whatever. Um, but it's
1: nice because it's almost like catching up because you yeah. like when we do go out to these breakfast dates, we know that we have quite a bit of time to just talk and be like how we were before kids for a little <laughs> bit and just be with each other, like with my best friend.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's the days too with kids. You're constantly playing with them, doing stuff with them, Getting stuff done around the house, you're not sitting and chatting because if we ever try to have a conversation with Ruth around, it's not happening. She
1: wants to interrupt,
0: so we're working on it, <laughs> but you know, there's no way we're having any sort of conversation really with her around. Um, so it's also important too. I feel like many people put the kids down and then we go downstairs, you maybe clean up the kitchen, you sit on the couch, you watch a show because you want to veg out. That's what we usually do. But there's probably once a week, well, I want to try to make it at least once a week we don't turn the tv on or we we turn the tv on but then we pause it because we have stuff to chat about and then we end up not watching yeah casino like we we'll Roy- put on how
1: i met your father and just chat chat over it <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly or we made a joke one night because we turned on casino royale the um, james bond movie and like two minutes in we pause it because start talking about something and we are like okay let's watch it we play it and then like two minutes later oh wait, wait i had another thing to tell you <laughs> what
1: ladies and gentlemen we made it In the course of an hour and a half or two hours, we made it through 15 (laughs) minutes of this movie because we kept stopping it to chit chat about something else. And then it would lead us to something else. And it was just great to, to know that we both have seen this movie. We're not invested in it.
0: Exactly. And that we just laughed because we're like, we should probably just like not turn the TV on and just be like, well, let's talk tonight. But when you force it, you're like, well, I have nothing to talk about. Um, but like last night, we went in the spa um, after the kids went down, which we rarely do anymore. But every time we do, I'm like, why don't we do this every night? It was yeah. so nice. Um, brought a bottle of wine out there and had wine in the spa and just chatted and laughed. And it's so... Talked about this
1: episode of the podcast. Exactly.
0: It's so hard to set aside time to do that. But if you don't, planet even if it's just to literally talk instead of watch tv it'll just never happen and i'm sure it's very hard for people that both work full-time jobs i can't imagine i feel like you're so done at the end of a day you're like i'm not going to talk to you um but just saying and there's different ways you can do it. you can be like let's do game night i bought matt a game for valentine's day i really want to play that soon which stuff still have yet to open um <laughs> but i don't know just doing something other than looking at our phones and watching tv right to connect
1: and there's definitely time to do that too because we both need that time to just veg out and
0: you know oh yeah
1: not talk to anybody but yeah. there's still time needed to spend with each other
0: yeah and you have to get creative sometimes because depending on your schedule it can be really hard oh, yeah. but i implore you to get out of work early and go meet your spouse (laughs) because it's fun.
1: Spice things up a little bit. Oh, we're going to go there. No.
0: (laughs) Maybe one day we will, but I think our parents are going to listen to this. Um, Okay. I think that's all my list. I hope any of that was helpful. If you are having a rough time in, in marriage or you're just having an okay time and want it to be even better. I feel like, throughout marriage there's ups and downs and when things are good like it makes everything better when things are good between us and like we're in that space of like we are besties Mm -hmm. and like
1: we're in this just super in love together
0: yes exactly i feel like that's the best part too about marriage with kids when the kids are being crazy and you're getting mad and then you look at each other and just start laughing like, yep. can you believe this is a situation we got ourselves into? What were we thinking? Because <laughs> laughing stuff off always makes it better.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, laughing is joyful. And this yeah. is the Genuine Joy Podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I hope you enjoy- enjoyed today's episode. We can't wait to bring you more this season, this year. We have so much to discuss, and we would love to hear what you guys want us to discuss. We can't wait for what's to come.
1: Yeah, uh, we've got the voicemail set up. So feel free to contact the voicemail. Kelsey's going to be looking it up right now. Anyway, so you can hear my sweet voice talking over so sweet your headphones. <laughs> so the
0: number to call in is 949-357-0026. You can call and leave a voicemail each week on Instagram. I'll be sharing what topic we're going to talk about. So you can call in with questions or comments about that topic. Or if you just want to call in, say, hey, bring up any sort of questions you have for us. We would love to hear them.
1: Yeah. We're excited. Yay. Have Thanks a good, for listening. Have a good rest of your week.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at littlebitsof underscore real food.
1: And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. New episodes will be out every other week.
0: We hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Keep, Keep it, it joyful. joyful.